0: He said to her, you almost missed your calling. You were so protected, you were so comfortable, you had an abundance of time, you view time differently. The poor die, but the rich don't live. And it's just like the people who have, who feel like they have the abundance amount of time, like crazy amount of time, they don't live because they don't value the time. Taking movies,
1: decoding their message and applying them for personal growth, This is Decrypted Films Podcast. And now your host, speaker communicator, Jag DeWare. Joined by his brothers, filmmaker
2: Max Sainville and music producer Billy Sainville.
0: We are continuing the conversation in in time, man. This movie was really good. We talked about a lot of dope stuff in the first episode. And I remember, um, Billy, you were getting at a good point that you wanted to bring up that you are about to say?
1: Yeah, no, I was just saying, I mean, even just the whole concept of the movie, how we we just have to value time. um, For real. The time that we have, because uh, even in that part where after he saved uh, Henry, he woke up and boom, I I guess it was like hitting the lotto, right? Um, We should also value time like that. I know when we're setting goals and things like that, we value resources, we value getting connects. We value just, you know, having the money to be able to do stuff, but do we have that
0: same value with the time that we have? Yeah, for real. You know what I mean? For real. Um, If you didn't watch or listen to the last episode, we talked about a lot of good stuff and we're about to get into some new stuff. But yeah, man, again, just the valuing of time was the theme of the last episode, like creating that urgency and understanding that the mindset you have to have towards time coming from um, less, being less privileged allows you to value certain things in life that you would not have had you had an abundance of great things in your life. So, man, I want to get to a scene that I loved. Um, I really liked this one, and um, it was when he was purchasing the car. When he got all that money, he came into the rich neighborhood Greenwich And he purchased the car uh, or he was thinking about it. He finally got it. And the guy who was selling him the car said, "Uh, okay, you know, we have delivery services. He's like delivery. And he, they're like, yeah, to, to deliver it to the place where you want it displayed. And he said, display it. Hell, I'm going to drive it. And so I thought about it. He's coming from a world is like, why would I just display it? Like I, Why would people buy something just to display it and not, like, drive it? And it made me think about what we tend to do is, like, we tend to buy something, get motivated or knowledge or a book... And we just dis- display it. And for me, my version of displaying it that as in a metaphor is saying that we don't apply it. We're not using, we're not using it. it. We're it not taking all. that. When we're scrolling through Instagram and all that, getting motivated or this YouTube video talking about all these things, we are at the point of displaying it or purchasing it. Are we going to display it or drive it? Apply it. Yo, I'm about to take this and do something with it. I'm about to take this and get it going. So, it's funny how Will his his mindset was like, "Why would you just buy something and not do something with it?" And I think that's an issue that that we have is 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 applying what we've learned. And it's funny the example
1: is a car that drives you somewhere. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like even that alone, if you have something that can be able to motivate you And take you somewhere Like why would you Just only display
2: it You know And it's funny Cause he Not only just brought a car But he brought something That would suit him For his needs You yeah, know Obviously it was a luxury car But it was a fast car He's a fast guy That moves yeah. He hustles He needs to get there Quick You know what I'm yeah. saying And there's plenty of things Throughout the movie That you just see What He just not He's not just Buying things for materialistic reasons just to look good Yeah, it was for a purpose
0: yeah you know? good to the point because he the even the clothes mm-hmm. the the waitress was like well you can't go into the casino with that clothes out, yeah. it's like i i'll get clothes now because i have a reason yeah, so that's a yeah. good point um,
2: and I, i'm i'm gonna go ahead and jump even further on this display thing that you talked about because i think that car brought a valid point and he brought that car in that rich area um which no one really used. They just display it. Yeah. But the number one thing that I uh, that came up when you brought that is that they had time stored in a vault that was just not being used. And that was what a million uh yeah, I think oh, a million wow. years. Just, just sitting there in a the vault. That's crazy. He figured out how to use that crazy you know it's like so it's like yo you guys not gonna use this million let me show you how to do it oh you're not gonna drive this car you I'm not displaying it I'm gonna show you how to drive it you know what I'm saying I'm gonna show you what I could do with it
0: yo I mean I like that you said that because it it made me think about wow you're not gonna use this knowledge all right I'm about to go use it remember that scene where she's like yo you're crazy and he's like wait you have this ocean view (laughs) in the backyard (laughs) I'm about to go jump on it In it, and you're calling me crazy, you've never been in there. It was a display for her. Exactly. It just was scenery, and it's just like, yo how many things do we have that are just scenery just to look good or make you feel good that you got it and i know a lot of people a couple people i know they'll they'll you know read they'll this they'll that they'll have all that knowledge and they can spit out things i'm like oh cool man you you know a lot like you're saying a lot but what are you doing like i want to see like what are you applying what are you doing or saying yo i'm gonna be this i'm gonna be that i'm like okay cool like but what are you doing right now with it? Because I'm curious to see, like, how are you driving this car? Like, what do you, where, what miles are you putting on the car versus is it being just in display? Like, are you displaying it or are you driving it? Yeah. I'm thinking, like, even time
1: being on display, are we just putting it there and, like you said, feeling good and not using it to our advantage? Or I know you could speak on this more, but what did, you know, Kobe and Michael Jordan do? with their time Mm, versus what a regular player would do. You know what I mean? Going to practice early, leaving late.
0: Like, they used it. They used time to their advantage. That's a good point, man. It's funny. Um, One, I don't know if I read this or it was an interview or what, but Kobe, and I was glad (laughs) because Kobe gives out more, like, head knowledge than Michael does. He's like, listen, I did my thing. I'm done. Like, (laughs) I ain't trying to give out stuff. But Kobe was saying when he got... His kids, I was always curious to see, like, yo, um, because I just got my daughter. I want to spend time with my daughter. I want my daughter to know I'm there. But I used to be able to go in the evening and just edit. Like, yo, I'm about to stay up late, edit. Like, I'll work on that later. And I can't do that anymore. And something he said is, like, yo, I'm not sacrificing me trying to be one of the greatest basketball players. But, yeah, I'm not sacrificing um, being with my kids, cause I, I you know, I, I value that. So he's like, I, I guess I'm gonna be sacrificing sleep. And so it's like the way he used his time is like, I'm not just gonna sleep in. Back to our point in the last episode, where it's like you don't sleep in when you value the time. You've, you've, I'm spending this time. Like this time is going towards basketball and my kids. That means I sleep less. He's talking about how even relationships where it's like, yo, some of my relationships are hindered, like my cousins and this and that. I don't get to be that great person that's there all the time because I've decided that this is what I'm going to spend my time on. And so to your point about what the greats decided to do with their time is they're using it for... They knew their goal. They knew what they wanted to do and they used that time towards it. So back to Will, he his goal was to get at the person who caused this to happen or get at all these rich people because he just lost his mom. I'm going after them. Okay, I got to buy a suit to get into the casino. I'm going to do that. Or I got to gamble, like play poker. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that. Like everything he did, you're right. He spent it on the right thing because he knew what he wanted.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And going off of what you said, like with Kobe being
1: a dad, wanting to spend time with his children, valuing that, you valuing that. um, Sylvia's dad, like Mm, wow he uh did what he felt was right for his daughter but then when his daughter left he was like why is she trying to kill me and then mom says like yo you suffocated her and and Mm -hmm. what she can be you know what i mean so them
2: all yeah yeah
1: so like she was in it she accepted it and she didn't even know it right but i feel like we're in a place in our life where we understand if we're being suffocated or not mm. you know and so it's either we pull the carpet from underneath life's feet and go in the direction like will was going or are we that person that's being safe that oh life has we're in a comfort zone you know what i mean i yeah. know she was super kind of comfortable or at least she thought she was yeah. like i mean
0: Man, I mean, to to that point with, with with that, with the daughter being suffocated, it's just like her comments were like crazy. Like there was two comments. One of her bodyguards was like, hey, you know, be careful. You can't be too safe. And she's like, are you sure about that? It's like, I, I think you you can get to a point where you're way too safe, where mm-hmm. it's smothering your potential. It's smothering who you're called to be. Because at the end, I love that part when they were about to rob that stupid big bank we didn't know there was more banks he said to her you almost missed your calling i'm like oh (laughs) man because you were so protected you were so comfortable you had an abundance of time you viewed time differently that trapped you to living a life because she also said listen the poor die but the rich don't live and it's just like the people who have who feel like they have the abundance amount of time like crazy amount of time they don't live because they don't value the time and they don't take action on it. It's like I'm not just gonna chill. I gotta use this. And so to your point, yeah, she she definitely was hindered for her her capacity or her potential. Mm-hmm. She was hindered because she was too protected. She was too comfortable, and that that was put on her. Like she was there was nothing that made life colorful because she wasn't taking any risk. She wasn't doing anything. It was all about Live as long as you can. And it's just like, yo, you're not living. You, are we you just, doing that? yeah, exactly. You got to ask yourself, are we also doing that?
1: Are we uh, being too safe and not going into the
0: ocean that's in our backyard? Yo, you know, it's I mean? little right things there. like that. Yo, it's crazy. It's like you have something beautiful right in front of you. And you know what? That goes to this point, yo. They lived there. She lived there. She was what, 26? Secondly, you stop at 25. She was. Twenty six, twenty seven, right And it's just like yo you don't realize What's around you and you're not Embracing it and I think that's an issue We have it's just that we're not Realizing we're so We can tend to be so focused on Going after certain things or Or are certain priorities that we don't see the things that are around us that can bring joy to us? And so it's, I I feel like in this hunt, in this chase, or or in these goal chasing things, it's great and all, but I think we need to remember like, all right, take a pause. Like, what's around us that will bring us joy that we can spend time Mm -hmm. on? Because it's easily to be like, yo, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, which is a good thing. But I think that was a great example of needing to be able to look around us like, yo, are you seeing family? Is there a a friend that you could hit up? It's like, yeah, how are you doing? Is there a loved one that you can check on? I I feel like we need to, that was a good reminder of needing to take a pause and just like, yo, check out what's, what's around you that can bring joy and it didn't cost anything she didn't find joy until she met will and she started
1: going outside of herself you know what i mean so we can have that nine to five job not and be comfortable uh but then when we realize our purpose um or you know that dream and goal like whenever our 25 starts like when does our life start i think people can say it's after high school or when you become an adult or maybe it's when you find that dream or that goal that's when your life starts and it starts ticking Mm -hmm. are you going to remain safe or are you going to go after what you want even in the challenges that we face in our goals and our dreams yeah we still find our plate our i guess we still find ourselves saying i i don't want to go back to where i was um like you have i know there's many successful people out there who left their jobs to do something and they'll they'll say look I don't want to go back to you know what I was doing Um,
0: that's crazy you make a good point it's like a bunch of us we do things that we don't want to do because we want to be like the rich family like we want to be safe we want mm-hmm. to be protected we don't want to die and it's just like i'm gonna take on this job i don't want to do and i'm saying that with experience because i i i mean at the time i had to get on get whatever job i could get because that was right when the recession happened i'm jumping on whatever job but at the time i knew i wanted to do what i was made to do and it was at the time graphic design and all those things and I realized I wasn't happy. I was at a, I was, bills were getting paid, everything was certain, but I wasn't happy until I was, I was like, yo, I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to try to see if I could um, at least do my own thing part-time and do graphics mm-hmm. part-time somewhere else. I want to build something different. And I didn't realize how unhappy I was until years after I, I picked up my journal an old journal i'm like oh let me look at the entries and i was writing down like how unhappy i was at this job that paid well versus how i am now i'm getting i was getting paid less at that time with the graphics than i was that this company was giving me a certain amount of money and i'm like yo i wasn't happy though And so now I want to now I'm doing the next level of my life where I'm pursuing, like, all right, let's build this communication, communicating, speaking career. And it's just like, yo, you saw the model. If you're not happy now, what's the next thing and how can you make it work? Because I don't I don't want to live a life where it's just safe. But, yeah, I'm not happy. Like You got
1: to wait that season before you move on, too. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: We're not saying, like, quit your job, but
1: nah. if you're going to be an amazing employee of where you're working, you have to be just as great or more for a CEO of yourself, of whatever you're trying to chase after. Like, give yourself that same energy that you give to your job or even
0: more. Mm, for real. For real. Yo, man, there is a lot of good things. One thing that... um. I wanted to mention that a little spin on it where he mentions in the beginning, we talked about this slightly in the first episode of of chapter one of In Time. He mentions in the beginning, I don't have time to think about how this all happened. And I thought that was an interesting line because it immediately made me think about how it's easy to go about your life and not address things that you're feeling you're doing. It's like, hold on. Why are you feeling this way? Why are you doing this? Are you happy? What caused this? Um, what in your past made you think how you think? And I think we think like that. I don't have time to, to stop and think about those things, but yet those past things are what caused me to be where I am today. And the other day I posted something um, about just not allowing frustration to just happen. And I remember just feeling like, yo, why am I frustrated right now? I had no idea. Like I was just going about life and working and I was frustrated about something and I had to stop and think like, what's going on. And I had to address where the root of it was. And then I say, all right, what's most important. And I was able to shift my mindset and say, yo, it's okay. Like, I don't have to beat myself up. Let it go because this is what's important. And I, was, I felt like I was freed. But had I just went about my day, my day would have been ruined because of this one thing that happened in the morning. And I would have just allowed my emotions to take over. So it's like, yo, I'm going to capture, get control of my emotions. Why am I feeling this way? Let's address the truth about it. Let's get to the key things that are important to me. Are those things happening? Cool. I'm going to keep moving on and I'm going to be all right. So that's that part made me think about, yo, t- stop and pause and think about what caused what to happen so you can have more control of your feelings throughout the day. Absolutely.
2: And sometimes you, you probably need some assistance to help you understand that. Like, just for example, I, I remember I was going through something early this week um and you know I call you about a lot of camera stuff and 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 film stuff and I talk to you guys about that a lot um but I did a shoot I don't know what day it was it probably was Monday and I'm driving away from the shoot I was like yo like I'm not feeling this something is bothering me I was Mm -hmm. like am I not like interested in this anymore like you know what I gotta really find that problem because I could have easily made that problem as if I'm just not good enough for this Any wow. it, at, overall. You know, that yeah. little seed could have grew and be something that it was not meant to be you know a bigger problem so i just picked up the phone and i was like yo you know uh, i had this issue blah 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 but me just talking to another person yeah yeah, it was a process even though i didn't have to really fully hear anyone say but i had to get it out to someone yeah to realize oh you know i'm in the different state of mind of how technology is being used in the film world and I like how things are being evolved versus how things used to be and the way we were filming that day was how things used to be mm-hmm. and I wasn't really about that you know mm-hmm. so I was like all right it's not because I'm just getting tired of this it's just the the, the way we did it the uh workflow was old you know um so i was like all right it's just me i'm a little bit advanced of what i want to to do and how i want to deliver my career in the future you know
0: i don't want to take this lightly with what you you said because it's crazy and i'm hoping you the listeners are hearing this Uh, max was this close to question is this his passion anymore And had he not processed it, that would have been lingering in your mind for like months to come. Am I still passionate about this? But because you stopped and thought about what is causing me to feel this way, you addressed it back to the fact like, oh, wait a minute. I just didn't like how we were going about things the old way because I've been experiencing the new possibilities today. And that corrected what you you felt. So I don't want you guys to miss this. It was something so much smaller. It was just like, yo, I just want to use more updated equipment versus I'm not passionate about this anymore. And that would have just stayed with you. And that's scary. That would have changed your whole Absolutely. way of doing what you're doing with filmmaking. It would have planted a lie.
1: Um, what that reminded me of is something that I thought about with Will and um, Sylvia is, you know, the problems are always going to be there regardless of whatever level you're on in life um what i was able to i guess to th- differentiate was um one problem will be one that you have to shoot at like sylvia did when the timekeeper got out the car and saw him sitting there mm. uh simple things like that you're shooting at and running from but then there's those other problems that you do have to really marinate and think about of how you're gonna you know Solve the problem like they wanted to get time to the city and time to the people and things like that. That's something you gotta marinate and think about. Other problems will be much quicker once you find out. Oh, let me just you know knock that out the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think there's like two sides to the coin. The kind of problem is: is it a problem that you should linger on, or is it a problem that you oh once you find out just knock it out and move on?
0: You know what's funny? Um, that reminds me of of like productivity. I read this one book that talked about something, and he was saying he was kind of giving a process of uh, like alright here's a situation or here's a, a thing you have to work on and I thought this was interesting he was like first question you want to asked um, does it need to be done or is it old it's like okay cool it needs to be done and he said then he was like does it take less than two minutes to do I'm like why should that be a deciding factor he was like because if it takes less than two minutes to do do it now Because you putting it to the side makes that thing have more time because later you got to pick it up. You got to figure out, all right, where am I at with it? And to your point, it's like there's certain things that you just jump on now, um, fix now, do now because it's really short. Or there's something that, nah, I got to put this on the shelf and linger on with. But I thought it was interesting that you brought that up because it it was a little tactic that made me realize you got to think about things differently. If it takes less than two minutes to do it, do it now. Get it out the way. Don't let it build more time for you in the future. And it's just like all this strategy stuff, like tactics, thinking about things differently versus just letting it linger and like, all right, I'll do it later. But you're adding more time to it man yeah yeah, uh, you got it. Like I, yeah i mean uh to add on to you know
1: problems o- are always going to be there um but you just gotta like you said strategize and have tactics and things of how you would have the upper hand um one way you could look at it is when the timekeeper was walking around in the city um nobody touched him like he was like in real life If there's somebody like that walking around, you're probably going to get jumped in the ghetto Mm. if they know you're a problem and things like that. But metaphorically, we're seeing that, you know, he is a problem, but he's not being touched in the same way in our life. We can't just pick up a problem or do something about it and just move it around physically. But we can find a way to strategize and make sure that we have the upper hand Mm. um, over that problem.
0: For real. Mm. Smart
1: for real. And watch your back too. like that guy in the alley. Oh, yo, for you real. You thought
0: you walked through the
1: problem, but the yeah, problem will come
0: right baby. back. <laughs> Actually, let's... let's I, so for you who haven't seen it, they're at a point in the movie where the gang... They're pretty much gang, gang members. members. Like, yeah. what are they called? Minutemen. Minutemen is a, a gang of people who come around. They basically steal your, your minutes. They steal your time. And so they, they pretty much have a presence in the hood where people know who they are, they fear them, because they're going to steal their time. And so the Minutemen were going up to this one guy who owes them time, like, yo, where's my time? You're supposed to get me this time. And that guy finally, because Will gave people more money and gave out money, gave away money, he had the money to get the gun. He's like, yeah, you know what? Now I got this gun. Now the Minutemen, you leave me alone. And so he used the gun to just scare the problem away, like, oh my bad, you know, let me go away. And so he walks away, but then the guy comes back, reverses the car and shoots him in the back. So to your point, mm. comp- like actually dealing with something. It's one thing to like put a band-aid on it, like I got this gun and flash it, but it's like, yo, you should have like you should have thought about that better because The problem didn't really go away. It seemed like it went away, but you didn't deal with it
2: fully. All he had to do was just turn around and make sure the vehicle thoroughly just goes through. And once he see that car stop and reverse back, he would have made his book, book it, right? Yeah. Um, So the same way we get, we approach problems, we think we just put a Band-Aid and walk away. But underneath the Band-Aid, we didn't open the Band-Aid to make sure it, the infection is not growing or put any solution to make sure the infection is there. We well, just put the Band-Aid and be like, all right, it's going to heal. No, like yeah. you got to make sure the problem thoroughly goes away for you real, know
0: for real and and I, I while you were saying that i was thinking about what caused the guy not to look back or just think it was good i think he was too he was too focused on that first step accomplishment like i got the gun and it worked and he stopped there it's like yo i accomplished this level and because he okay. stopped there it called he didn't realize yo you got shot down. So I thought that was interesting because it's easy when we accomplish something to be satisfied, like, oh, okay, I did it. And you're not pushing yourself more. You're not like, yo, there's more levels, more levels. And I thought somebody did a great job with a comparison to um, LeBron James and Dirk Nowinski because it's, he was like, yeah, you know, when Dirk won his first championship, um, after years after, his stats went down. But when LeBron won his first championship, his stats kept going up and up and up. And, obviously, he got more championships along the way. And I thought that was a pretty cool and fair comparison to show, like, one person won it. And they was like, I got it. Okay, cool. But then their stats trickled down versus the next person won it. And then their stats went up. And I thought that, yo, be careful of just accomplishing the first step or accomplishing something and letting that accomplishment not let you see all angles around you because you could end up getting shot well even the accomplishment with lebron making it to the
1: finals that first year with the heat he lost yeah people were on him like "Hey, that's when dirk
0: won (laughs) yeah
1: he's like he don't even have a post game so after that he started adding some
0: stuff and he got better so that's true yo that's a good point Man, yo, this movie was really good. Of course, I want to ask you guys what you guys rate. Hey, wait, the, oh, you got, got more, yo! Hey, guys, thing. listen, listeners, we got some more, man. I thought, I thought, yay, hey, bring it on. What do we uh, have? We didn't talk about Will's friend. Oh yes, I wrote oh. that down. I wrote that because I
2: think this is extremely, extremely, extremely important. And obviously, the first time I believe we saw Will's friend was at the bar. You know, so we recognize his character who he just, you know, likes drinking during the day and just goes about his time of just, you know, doing what he does, yeah. um, even though Will did show a lot of love and compassion, and make sure his friend is right here and there and so on and so forth. Um, but one thing that I've noticed down, you know, a couple scenes down the road is that after Will received all this time, he looked out for his friend. Yeah. You know, which we do. We, you know, we look out for each other, we look out for friends. Yeah. Um, but I think the issue was is that he looked out for his friend the wrong way. Yeah, um by real. providing something that He shouldn't provide it in that type of way um, where he couldn't handle that those type of resources. He couldn't handle that much time all at once, knowing that his mindset was still in the same place of being a, a drunk, being someone that just wastes time. So you can't give somebody time that already wasted, especially if it's a decade, you know, so he utilized that decade in the same way. He usually utilized it daily Mm -hmm. by just drinking it away, like just wasting it away. And he ended up, you know, leaving a wife and a child behind because that's Mm -hmm. who he was, where if he helped him manage that time in increments or in a way where he provided to his wife to make sure he was a better person before giving him all that time he would have been a better person i mean it goes back to the stories like if you want to help somebody don't give him a million dollars give him a couple of books or pay for his school so they could learn how to make a million dollars all the time yeah. you know yeah. so that's basically what i saw and, and and just in that that's
1: funny that you say that because uh it reminds me of part that the timekeeper um the his partner was saying uh should we go after him Um, After Will and Sylvia, but he was like, no, we don't have to. They'll end up coming back to where they were. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though this doesn't apply to Will and Sylvia, it applies to the best friend. Even though the best friend got the resources and everything that he needed. um, I'm I'm sure at that time he was like, oh, yeah, my life has changed. Uh, Everything's about to be good. That really didn't turn out that way. He ended up going
0: back to his habits. And that's basically kind of what killed him yeah yeah i mean um i agree with both of you guys that that part was sad because um i i saw a lot of things there one um will when he got the abundance of time he, he obviously should not have given him that much time and you you translate that for us it's like you know being wise with who you give your time to or who you invest in or who you allow to take time from you because it, you gotta, you have to value the time because will they use it the wrong way? Are they taking it the wrong way or anything like that? The other part that I thought um, getting on Will about the situation was that he was in that moment of like, yo, I just got all this time that I never thought I would get he's happy he's he's really joyful and he's like yo you're my friend like how long have we been friends like i'm about to hook you up we always had each other's back but because he was at the height of the moment like yo i just got all this time he didn't allow that that heightened moment of emotions and joy didn't allow him to think this through like you know your boy drinks like Max, like you say, give it to the wife. We all, everybody was saying that when you found out that he died, it's like, oh, you should have just gave it to the wife and all. But now she, because he died drinking a year's a year, worth. Not and, even 10, just yeah, a year. And nine years were left. So not only was Which the wife. Which he died with. Yeah. Not only was the wife. Sad that he died, the wife knew they were struggling. And it's like, yo, there was nine years there. We could use this. And now I'm still struggling with the kids. So it was, a, it was sad. But it was just like Will made a decision at heightened emotion. So when things are like you see something fresh and it's like, yo, this is so dope. This is so dope. Not the best time to make a decision of what you want to do with that. Or even the other way, like when you're at the worst of the worst, like you're angry, you're you're pissed off, you're frustrated, it's not the best time to make the decision. It's like getting that balance, like right, I'm at a balanced place. I allow myself to get out of that moment of like heightened emotion. Let me think this through. What's the best way to go about it? So I think um, one thing I want to say is that for people not to make decisions when you're like fully frustrated Um, Not to say something to somebody, like give yourself time to make a decision, make the right decision. It it goes back to sports. Um, People talk about how, um, you know, you have to be well-balanced in sports because if you let the pressure get to you, obviously you're going to make some wrong decisions because the pressure is getting to you. But the people who can be consistent Within the, all of the pressure, within all of the hype, within with all the lights, flashing lights, if you're consistent, that's that's when you win. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's a perfect
2: example and I feel bad throwing names out there in, in the sports aspect of things, but I think that kind of somewhat happened to uh, Ronald Rousey. Um, because the the media got to her, you know, all that attention got to her where I think it took away from her training. Um, and, and then she, I believe she did mention that as well publicly. Um, but that's just another example for those who know her, her story and her history. Um,
0: yeah, I actually, let me elaborate on that because you, you brought up a really good point. That's a perfect example because the last time that she came back, um, she already lost and now she's coming back to fight Amanda Nunez. And the thing is, because of the hype, because of how high up she was, because of how, how, man, she was doing crazy things, I do believe too, it kind of got to her because I don't know why she thought or her coach manager thought that she could go into this fight not using her strengths, which is judo and all that grappling judo. She went in thinking that she can strike, where that was more of Amanda's strength. And even Amanda, when she won, she said the same thing. He's like, "Yo, why you should have came at me with judo? I, I've been doing boxing and striking for years. Like that's my strength, and you're trying to come fight my battle. You should have brought your." battle and she's like I don't know why they did that and to your point it's like you're in that heightness of like yo I could do anything like I could do anything I could be that I'm like yo you, you, you definitely messed up on that
2: I, I, I want to add on that um where Ronda Rousey to a certain degree was looking at the other person's talent was looking at the fact that she could box so she was like you know what I'm gonna come and box and when that wasn't her you know, specialty, like you just said. But going back in the movie, that was somewhat explained when they were doing the the hand competition of seeing who could turn each other's hand um, to oh. take the most time. I don't know what, what that was. Yeah, um, he was
1: talking about how do you win the fight or something yeah. like that. You don't have to be the strongest to win the fight, but... Yeah,
2: go ahead. But but it was more so it's like uh they start watching your clock and forget about their own. Mm, so that's a good point. It's like yeah. I'm gonna watch your clock, I'm gonna forget about mine. I'm gonna watch this guy's talent and I'm gonna forget about mine. I'm gonna watch the fact that you could box and I'm forget about judo. You know? Yeah. And that's how you lose when you start paying attention on others people's time or others people's craft and others people's accomplishments versus worrying about what you have to do to be successful.
0: Yeah. For real, yeah. For real. Man. Yo, this this movie has a lot of good stuff. You guys have any other points that you want to make that you want to capture on with this movie that really could add to our personal growth? Um, I guess
1: like we've been I guess throughout the whole podcast just make sure you value your time and when you do, you'll find your yourself in a place where somebody will look at you and say, "What are you doing in this time zone?" For
0: real.
1: Like uh, the timekeeper said. And then Will was like, is it illegal? But the timekeeper said, no, it's rare. Mm. So make sure you know you are that rare person uh, and keeping your composure when you get those resources and things like that. Um, and just just be you, basically.
2: My key point is it's just don't waste time. Um, one great thing that I saw in the film that the guy who basically had all the time in the world that committed suicide is he wrote on the window don't waste my time you know I think we all should find a way to remind ourselves every morning to don't waste our time whether we write something on our ceiling or we write something on the fridge but anything to help us remember that every single day so when we walk out the door we're ready to take over the you know day
0: day by day so I want to add this to kind of the episodes where I want to ask you guys literally like for you for yourself we've just gone through all these lessons all these talks key gems what is one thing that you're actually going to take and what exactly are you going to do with it for yourself because I want them to hear an example of the next thing I'm going to do with all this knowledge so I'm asking you guys, what are you going to do? Give me a gem that you're going to take and that you're going to do and kind of explain that to us so we can see an example of that. Well, one of the things
1: um, for me is, one, I I hate wasted time, uh, but I'm not going to say I execute it 100% all the time. But I think I need to value um, time as much as, I would value having I guess resources uh to do uh things that I wanna accomplish. So I think um making sure that I put time at a high pedestal, um and not just leave it on display, uh yeah.
2: For me. Making sure you drive it. Yeah. I think um one thing I would, you know, walk away after hearing all these gems is just the most thing that always gets me is that poker game. And knowing the fact that he took that risk down to where he had 30 seconds crazy left. um, And it was like, yo, I'm going all in knowing the fact that it could go either way, but he knew he could win. Um. so a mindset knowing the fact that we're all going to win you know it it's already win- written that we're, we're winners mm-hmm. we just need to take that risk and, and leap out so with me I'm just gonna make sure when I wake up I'm mm-hmm. going to take that risk you know I'm gonna go be foolish and, and, and learn and, and do as much as I can to win
0: you're not gonna be safe anymore no, or anything no it's safe like, there's
2: no know. safe here no one's safe I'm not safe let's go make it happen
0: yo for real for me, um, kind of part of it is started already. But one thing I'm, I'm starting to realize is that for me to value time, um, I need to um, make time to see how I'm going to spend my time. And so um, yesterday, I, that was one of the things I was doing where it's just like, how do I want this next year to look like? What do I want? at the end of the year next year kind of saying like right, I've i used my time wisely and I just listed out all the things that I want to learn that I need to learn that I don't know Um, and I'll be straight up things like I want to be better at like Facebook ads Instagram ads YouTube ads I want to learn more about um, contracts I want to learn more about this I want to craft my website better I I listed all those things out because now I want to know what am I going to spend my time on and when am I going to spend it so with this it made me realize if you really want to value time and say yo this time is important same like will he knew what he wanted to do and everything he spent it on was towards what he wanted to do and so now for me i i'm identifying what i want and now i'm crafting and writing down what i'm going to spend my time on so that's how that's how i'm gonna use this episode or this movie to to help me in my personal growth awesome If you enjoyed the great content from this episode, share this with somebody who could use it. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. And thank you for joining us on the Decrypted Films Podcast. Catch you on the next one.